When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving my head. Yeah. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm pronating. When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. I look like a fool. What the hell do you think you look like shooting them chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass? Well, we're waiting. What's up, golf fans? Welcome back to Fairways and Dreams. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman. It is time for a two-man scramble podcast. And this person that I have on the podcast, he's no golf influencer on Instagram. He's no professional. He's no business owner either. But he is the most influential golfer in my life. That's my dad, who's in the in town for the holidays. I said, I want you on the podcast. Joe Hartman, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> he's listened to the show, so he knows about how this works. But let's get started with uh, family. You know, I have talked about this on my podcast before that that family is really important to me with the game of golf. Not only did you teach me how to play, our your other son, my brother, he golfs as well. But you golfed with your dad. Explain what was it like with your dad? How did he view golf? Did he golf a lot? No, he didn't golf hardly at all. Maybe once a week, once every two weeks. Okay. But he would go golfing at this little nine hole municipal course uh-huh. and uh he gave me a little sawed off uh six iron really and he put a grip on it and taped it up and i went around while he was playing with his buddies and i just smacked the ball all over the place is that a wheeling park yeah okay yeah wheeling park <laughs> now there were no cards at that time right so you nah, walk so we walked yeah walk. yeah was he any good no nah, no nah. he was uh he was pretty much a hack, but he loved the game. He did love it. He enjoyed it and just wasn't very good at it. And so he just liked to go out with the guys and play some some beer. There you go. I like it. Uh, I, so when I think back, so you, uh, Jay, my older brother, he got to golf with Grandpa Hartman, but I never really got to because I was too young before he passed away. Yeah. Um, did you end up, as you got older, actually golfing with him more? Or yes. did you end up just golfing on your own and you all just did different things? No, I actually, towards the end there, when he was just golfing every now and then, he'd play in scrambles, okay. like at the Warwood Vets with me or a bunch of the other guys. And uh, Jay started taking up golf. So he uh, would take Jay golfing sometimes okay. when I was working, and he was retired. So he'd take him out to the Wheeling Park for nine holes, and they'd play out there together. There so he enjoyed that, and he got to play with him. I hope Jay remembers. That. I don't know. If he oh, I think that. he does. I um, think he does. Was there anything good about his game? Like, did he was he a, a long hitter? Is he a good putter? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he'd play nine holes and he'd probably shoot in the fifties. Okay, at Wheeling Park. Yeah, at Wheeling Park. Did he ever go to Crispin or play any? Yeah, he played Crispin a little bit, but he just. I mean, he played like when scrambles. Okay. If he played eighteen holes. He'd play that, but I mean, he just wasn't very good. So is that sawed-off six-iron the earliest golf memory you have? Yes. But my greatest memory is when I would play with Jay and my dad at Wheeling Park, uh, number seven, 
I got my first hole in one. Yeah. And I got to, they got to see it with me. And that was just, uh, that was fantastic. Well, you, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only heard this second hand. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see it go in. No, nah, I did not see it go in. I think it might have actually swished because I did not see it bounce or neither one, neither uh, my dad or Jay saw it bounce. So I think it might have went in on a fly, actually. And we went up and looked and there it was in the hole. Do you remember what club you had? I hit a seven iron. Seven iron. Yeah. That sounds about right. That's, yeah. So when you think about your growing up with the game of golf, when do you think it was that you kind of fell in love with the game? Because you love golf. Like you golf all the time. Yes. And it's the one sport. And that's why I love about golf is that you can continue to play it up until your 80s if you want. So what was it? Where, when was it that you really said, you know what? I really like this game. The camaraderie with people. It doesn't matter. When was that? You know, I think it was when I got about seventh or eighth grade in grade school. Okay. They bought me a pass at Willing Park mm-hmm. and they got me a set of clubs. <clears throat> my dad would drop me off seven o'clock in the morning before he went to work and I would play pretty much by myself and the pass would go from the time they opened till three o'clock. So I would play as much as I could until two fifty nine, And then at two fifty nine, <laughs> I'd go back out and play my last round because I couldn't play after three o'clock. Right. So I think it was probably about the seventh or eighth grade that I really started falling in love with it. Now I, I asked this and honestly, I don't know of the answer. Did you golf in high school? Yes. Yes. So there was a golf team. Yes. Back in the 70s. Right. And I wasn't very good and didn't uh, make the team. Didn't or? make the team. No. Really? Yeah. So I pretty much played baseball then. Okay. So when you golfed at a young age, we're talking middle school, high school, you play nine holes. What were you typically shooting? I was usually shooting somewhere in the 40s. Okay. Mid to upper 40s. Bad. No. That's not no. that bad. All right. What would you say that as a father now, so let's transition from your own game. Now you have two sons, Jay and Jeff, and you are teaching them to play the game. What is the most frustrating part of that? I think I'm living this myself with my kids, but maybe it was different. No, you guys, both of you really took off the game. You really enjoyed it. And you listened well, both of you did. I mean, when I tried to show you something or that, you did it. And uh, really, I had no problems with you playing. Really? I enjoyed playing with you until you started beating me. Then I, <laughs> then I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> well, that still doesn't happen that often. Well, I know. <laughs> but you guys hit the ball so far. Yeah, well, that doesn't always equate to success. No, I, I, found I, I, I've, I've seen that. I know. I wish I could hit it that far. So, But you're happy with how it played out in terms of oh. Jay and I golfing and continuing to golf. We don't play as much as we'd like to, but we do love the game. Oh, I do. And every time I get together with you guys, I just that's my greatest joy is just going out golfing with you. How is it with your grandkids? Well, that's even better now. I mean, it's like herding cats when you take them out, all five of them. But I enjoy it. I just love watching them play. Okay, let's talk about your golf game today. All right. How would you describe your game? I've got, there's one word that comes to my mind when I think about you as a golfer, but I don't know if it's the same one. What would you, how would you describe your game? Straight and uh, good chipper and putter. That's similar because I yeah. think what you just described is you're a feel golfer. Right. You know, I'll give you last night, everyone was in bed. I'm up talking to Nicole, my wife, and I have our son's putter and I'm putting golf balls in our living room. And she was asking me about Jay and you and how we putt the ball. And I said, you know, it's funny. My dad doesn't even really read putts. Like it's rare that he just looks at it and goes, okay, I know how to hit. And he gets and hits. I said, now me, I'm the guy that's trying to line up the ball properly. And I still suck at putting and I can't make the putt anyways. When you th- would you agree that you're yes, a field golfer? I'm definitely a field golfer. 
I get an idea of where I think it's going to go. Yeah. And I just go and hit it. But I, is it the same with the short game? Is it like a hundred yards in? Is it all feel or are you just on that on the green? I'm talking about it really around the green. Yeah. hundred yards in, I'm all right, but I'm better at chipping close to the green okay. and putting. So I get up and down, I get a par or a bogey usually at the worst. So you're just literally looking at the hole. So let's say you have a green side chip and you're thinking there's something about your mind's eye that says, I want to bump and run this. Right. I don't want to get it up in the air. I want to bump and run. And it's just a feel shot. You're right. not saying like, you might have a landing spot, but you're just, it's a feel. It's right. a feel thing. And right. I guess that just comes with. with I time. used to flop a lot, but anymore I'm more of a bump and run. Okay. Is there anything about your game now that you would like to change? Well, I'd like to be able to hit further, but like you said before, <laughs> I'm sort of a chubby guy and <laughs> I don't exercise. And my backswing has got really short. You so. do exercise. You just don't lift well, weights or do no, any mobility training. Walking's about it. That's exercise. Yeah. yeah. But I need to – my backswing is so short anymore, I can only hit it probably about 225, 230. Right. But it's usually straight. That's usually in a fairway, so that's a good thing. You've moved the ball more in the last probably three years than I've ever seen. You used to always play a draw. Right. Now it's almost like you can play a little cut. And you right. can move it in a draw still. Right. So you've added that to your game. Yes. What about the technology? Like we've we've had people on that they they run companies and they talk about the improvements in technology. You got you just got what was it last year? You got yourself fitted with a new yes. set of clubs. Yes. Have you noticed a big difference? Yes. In what but, way? Well, my other clubs were steel shaft and they were stiff. You swung stiff shafted yeah. irons. Yes. Wow. And when I hit them, it was fine. But when I missed them, not yeah. so good. Right. So I went up and got fitted, and they told me I probably should go to graphite shafts, and they gave me these Callaway Rogues, and they put the graphite shaft. It was a regular graphite shaft, not a senior like you said before. <laughs> Super <too>. senior. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I'm not that. Well, I guess I am that old. But anyway, so that has made a big difference. I'm hitting the ball back where I used to hit it, okay. like 7-iron, 150 yards. Okay. So that's that's good for me. Uh, but the one club you've never changed outside of when it got stolen was a putter. Putter, exactly. I fall in love with a putter and I never get rid of it. Now the putter, so to, to tell the listeners out there and, and it, obviously the people that know you that might be listening to this podcast know the story. You had your club stolen out of the back of your car. Yes. And Jay was the one that found that putter online, didn't he? The yes, one that you're he using did. now. Yes, but it's did. not the same putter. No. It has more of an offset, doesn't right. it? Right. Have you gotten accustomed to it? Yes. Do you think you'd ever get rid of it? No. Do you think you would ever? No. What if someone said, I'm going to buy you a $400 Scotty camera? No. 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 Really? No. Not even trying it? No. <laughs> no. And it's a tailor made, right? Th I've had, huh? It's yeah, a tailor made. And I've had three putters in my lifetime. That's it. Which is funny because your best friend that you golf with all the time has, what, gone through like 25,000 <laughs> putters in the same time. Well, he went through as many strokes, too. I mean, he goes left-handed, right-handed, left-hand low, right-hand low. Now he's using a long putter. <laughs> well, I remember when he used the bullseye and he would, oh, if putts it broke to the right, he would hit him left-handed. If putts it broke to the left, he did right-handed. But that's, we could talk about oh, that individual yeah. in a whole other uh, podcast. But let's, I want to ask you about the camaraderie of golf. So you worked, you worked a job where you showed up every day, you did your job. And then when it was time, when the whistle blew, you were leaving. And a lot of times you went to the golf course and you got to play with some really great guys I was fortunate enough to get to play with those same individuals, the mailmen, as we called them. Yeah. How much is that? How important is that for you with golf in terms of just overall enjoyment and the game itself? 
Oh, I've been blessed. I mean, the guys I play with are fantastic. And I've played with some great guys that just go out, have fun, drink beer, and just <laughs> just go out and have fun and play play golf. That's all they want to do. We'd yeah. play every day if we could. And you all bet, you all bet, and you you do bets and stuff like that. But it's never anything major. Like nah. You're doing like a buck aside, and <laughs> the most you could lose is five bucks. But yeah, right. it's not that money or anything. It's the bragging rights more than anything. And it's it's the skins game. But I'll tell you what, though, you do have to pony up the cash. And oh, so yeah. I, there's a reason my bag's probably like five pounds heavier because I have to carry all this change around. So when you finish and you lose a couple skins, you have to give someone 75 cents. They don't want a dollar. They just want the 75 cents. Well, we played with this one young guy one time and he ended up owing, I think, a buck 50. And he asked, you take Venmo. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I said, no. No, cash. That's all we take is cash. <laughs> you might as well be speaking Spanish. Today. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's talk about something that I'm sure you uh, have a strong opinion on. I know your other son does. Uh, what's your thoughts on the professional game right now, like pro golf? You watch it on television. First and foremost, what's your take on the state of the PGA Tour? Like, do you like it? Do you wish that it was different? What are, What's your thoughts? I wish it was back the way it was. We're losing the PGA tours, losing a lot of good golfers, golfers. That I enjoyed watching. Yeah. But I won't watch them on live because for one thing, I, I don't get the channel. Another thing is I don't think I'd be that interested in it. It's different, but I watch a PGA every time, but it's just not the same. You just don't have the big names in it anymore. I just hope they get together and do something that they can combine them somehow that they still get along and still can play together. Do you feel like they, that the PGA, like, do you think that the majors should punish these players by saying they can't play in the majors? Now, all the majors have accepted live players. Obviously, uh, there was a winner last year, Brooks Kepka winning a, a major tournament. Do you think that because they chose the money and went with live, that they shouldn't be allowed to play in major tournaments? Well, for one thing, I don't blame them for leaving for the right. money. I mean, you got that kind of money, you're crazy if you don't take it. But for the majors, you have to qualify somehow. You have to either win it or have to win a tournament. So yeah. I feel like, you know, if you don't do that, you don't play. Yeah. And the fact that they don't get world rankings from those tournaments right. is going to really hurt them. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this, with the PIF coming up and the deadline heck is coming up by the uh, first of the, the year. So right. we'll see how that goes. Um, all right. I've been excited to do some of these uh, rapid fire. I'm going to hide the book here so you can't see them. Um, the rapid fire section. Now, anyone that's seeing for the first time, maybe I'm sure your friends are probably going to listen to this. It's just a series of questions. You can go in detail. You can just give simple answers. There's no time limit or anything like that. But you know how this works. You ready? Yeah. All right. This is always the first one. If you literally had to choose, you had the choice and you could choose either one. Would you choose to ride or walk? Oh, if I could play, I'd rather walk. So you would prefer to walk, right, but you I, don't anymore. No, because the guys I don't, I play with all the time. They don't walk, they ride, but I really enjoyed walking. Yeah. And when you think about when you were growing up playing, like those bags were not easy to carry. Like no. there were single strap bags, there were no kickstands and all that stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and when I caddied, we were carrying two bags and. Yeah, you know, it was like you said, single straps. But those straps would hurt. Oh, those, yeah, those they leather ones. Oh, oh my gosh! But I enjoyed walking. Okay. If you could choose a walk-up song, so you think about baseball players, right? Yeah. And they get the choice of whatever song they want. Uh, you get a number one oh, tee yes. box. Joe Hartman on the tee. They play your song. What are they playing? Money. By uh, oh, you want you're talking about money? Like uh, that's a Pink Floyd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pink Floyd money. I didn't know you were a Pink Floyd. Oh uh, yeah. 
Oh, you yeah. are? Yeah. I like him. Since when? Okay. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Favorite pro golfer not named Freddie Couples? Oh. It used to be DJ, Dustin Johnson. Okay. But I have to say it'd be Scheffler right now. Okay. What about all time? So is there a golfer? Arnold not... Palmer. So Arnie. Yeah. You were an I was always big Arnie Palmer. Didn't like Jack Nicklaus because he was too slow. But I loved Arnie Palmer. Now you said the Jack's slow play. You felt bled into municipal courses all around the exactly. country. Because yes. everyone started taking their time. Right. Did Arnie play fast? Yes. Ready, he played ready fast. Golf. Yeah. Ready golf. Ready golf. Did you enjoy Lee Trevino? Yes. He was seen like he yeah, was a character. Yeah, he, he was a character. <laughs> I enjoyed him. <laughs> All right. Uh, will Tiger Woods ever win again? This is not just a major. This is in general. I think he will win one more. You think it'll be a major? Yes. You think it'll be the Masters? That, yes. Okay. I think that's the only uh, tournament he can win. All right. I, I, I kind of agree with that. So you kind of mentioned this already, but let's go through it. What's in the bag right now? Callaway Rogue Irons. Mm-hmm. Callaway driver. We only have like what two irons now in the restaurant. No. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so how I, I have three hybrids, <laughs> okay. which are Callaways also. Taylor made sand wedge, and like you said, Taylor made putter. And Callaway driver. So you have three the rogue driver and woods and stuff too. Yeah. So you're completely rogue. Well, I I have a ping a three wood. It's a crappy okay. three wood I tr- got off Jimmy Tisk. <laughs> Not to name names. Not to name names. <laughs> What's your favorite golf ball to play currently? Because I know you don't care. You'll find a ball and use it. Right. And you'll use that ball. Last year, you t- you sent Jay and I a text and said, I just finished the Cal Cruz, a two-day tournament with the same golf ball. And Jay and I both said the same thing. Why would you play the same ball twice? <laughs> <laughs> I could. It wasn't marked up. Didn't hit car pass or anything. I get it. I, so what is your favorite well, right golf? Right now, when I've got a lesson – the uh, pro told me, he said, you need to play a softer ball. Okay. So I went to the Chrome Soft because it is a softer ball. He said it compresses easier for mm-hmm. you. So I've been using that. So is a Pro-V <clears throat> not considered a soft golf no, ball? it's not. He said. Really? Yeah, because I told him that's what I played. He said, try the softer ball with the Chrome Soft. And you've and had I, success? Yes. So you've gotten the same amount of distance, feel around the green? Yes. Is there anything about the golf ball that you – feel like is lesser than than a pro v i like putting better with the pro v okay all right very good what's your biggest pet peeve on the golf course slow play is that oh well and let's be fair you guys you all have a standing tea time at like 5 30 in the morning in the summer <laughs> and seven o'clock <laughs> if you all fly i mean what do you think is the average duration of your round it's usually about three hours and 15 minutes three and a half hours <laughs> so don't it, tell mom that though <laughs> She's going to listen. I know. So if you all played like a a round that was four hours, would you be pissed? No. Four hours would be the most. Okay. So a four-hour round of under your is acceptable. When you start getting five, five and a half hours, then there's something wrong. But I think that, would you say that the the biggest pet peeve is not just slow play, but it's not having the ready golf. It's the guys that sit in the golf cart, wait for someone to hit, and then the guy gets in the cart, and they go across the fairway. Yes. And then they hit from there. Okay. Yes, exactly. All right. What is your favorite team format in golf? Oh, it's got to be the four-man scramble. But I do like the alternating shot one, too. It's a lot of fun. Screw but your buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we call it. Yeah. But uh, I like a scramble. So did you like shambles? You guys still do shambles. Yeah, we do shambles. Not really. as much. But yeah, shambles are all right. I just like the you scramble. Like that's an underrated format. Okay? It is. But a four-man scramble, you yeah. like. Yeah. On the right course, a scramble is by far yeah. amazing. All right. If you could change any rule in golf, what would it be? Hitting out of the divot for the pros. 
Okay. They, you, you should get relief from so a divot. So even for the pros, if you hit it in the fairway and you're in a divot, you, right. should, get, you, should, get you should get relief. Almost right. like ground under repair. Exactly. What about for the amateur or your local course? Uh, the out of bounds on the inside of the course. Okay. That shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, and that's something that Kane brought up on our podcast yes. uh, not too long ago. Okay, uh, thoughts on the current state of golf attire. I've brought up joggers before. I'm not a guy that would ever wear them on the golf course. But this is interesting for me because I'm, I'll, I'll let you answer it, and then I'll follow right. it up. Go ahead. I don't like joggers. No. <laughs> I don't like seeing pros wearing shorts. I think the pros ought to wear the long pants and But the does shirt. it matter? No. But I just, I'm it's an just old your, guy. It's a visual it's thing. Not, exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. And I, I think you should be dressed. I, I, I can't just see you going out, even on a regular course, guy going out with cutoff shorts and a tank top. To me, that's just okay. not right. Jeans acceptable? Jeans are all right, yeah. So jeans are okay. Yeah. That's see, that. That's where like the, the line of demarcation for me is like, you could at least put on like a pair of slacks or something. Like, well, we do that too during the nice uh, the summer and spring and fall. But when it gets to the winter... Nice pants and that go out the window. We put jeans on. I get it. I get it. If not golf, what sport would you play? Now? Yeah, sure. Anything? Sure. Pickleball? No. No. <laughs> when I was younger, baseball. Shuffle, baseball. Shuffleboard doesn't nah, count. No, shuffleboard <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> the poker sheet machines don't count. <laughs> well, that's, that's good there. I, I can do that one. I'll do that all the time. All right. Let's finish this up with 18-hole match. Who wins, Jay or Jeff? Oh, match play? No, stroke. Stroke? Would it matter? One time? Would it matter? Yeah. One okay, time? Just one, one time. One time. And it's now. It's not. We're not going back to high school. When I'll I'm... say Jeff. Oh, really? Sorry, Jay. Really? <laughs> Jay oh just doesn't gosh. play much. You play a lot more than he does. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't have any kids. I know. But... <laughs> Got four dogs. <laughs> well, I will say for those that are listening out there, what is your what is your current handicap? Seven point six. He's a sandbagger too, so keep that in mind. <laughs> so, uh, golfing with you has been so much fun as I've gotten older, and I've actually gotten better as I've gotten older because true. I've, I've calmed down a little. True, bit. <laughs> definitely true there. But I've never seen anything, and Jay can attest to this more infuriating than, and I can tell you holes that this happens on almost regularly where we will hit a drive 50 to 60 yards ahead of you. And we will say in the golf cart, if we're riding together, we got the old man right where we want it. <laughs> and then what ends up happening is we miss the green. You might miss the green or come up short. You chip on, make the putt for par. We uh, chip on two putt for bogey and say, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and then you say that age old saying you and your buddy, Jimmy, what you always say? Oh, nice drive. Yeah. <laughs> Play better. So <laughs> infuriating when you do that. But that's kind of like to give people a, a, a picture of, of your game. But um, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this podcast. Any, well, thanks fun, for having any final thoughts for all your buddies that are going to, I'm going to send this to all your friends. So well, I hope that I hope they uh, listen to this. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. I said something about you. <laughs> He'll buy you I enjoy it. Those guys are great. I enjoy playing. I love every one of them. So yeah. it's a lot of fun. All right, well, it's a lot of fun, and make sure you check me out on the next Fairways and Dreams podcast. Take it easy. We'll see you next time.